0: Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. For those of you who are watching who want to move towards spiritual awakening, even though you might not be sure exactly what that means, the journey to ascension will look different for all of us, but there are some common experiences. I found it helpful to see someone else's roadmap to give my own experience some context. So today I'm going to be sharing the general roadmap to ascension based on what I've experienced and what I've observed in others. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to begin to help you clear the distortion patterns around this topic so let's get started dennis
1: ascendance you you mentioned this in your opening mm-hmm. Karen, but just to make sure that we're all on the same page ascendance is not an endpoint mm-hmm. it's it's not a destination mm-hmm. it, it's it's more of a process
0: yes and uh, it's interesting that you asked that question because uh, it, when people first begin on their journey they always will ask me well when am i going to get there and i always think to myself well the 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 state that you're in which causes you to ask that question which is a great question and which i had also when i began indicates that you're at the beginning actually <laughs> i know it's kind of a bummer it's like, oh, <laughs> oh <come> man on. <laughs> yeah so ascension is actually an infinite game so it goes on forever it goes on beyond our bodies into the infiniteness of who we are, the consciousness that we are. So we're constantly learning, constantly growing, because we're life-expressing life. So to uh, answer your question, that was a very long answer to your question, yes, there is no end point. It is a process of continuing to grow, to learn, to accelerate. And what's exciting about this particular time is that consciousness is rising beyond what we have Encountered as humanity so far, which is a really exciting thing.
1: So I've, I've got a kind of a burning question. Okay, ooh, ooh, a burning question. Uh, a burning. Question. <laughs> no, so I don't I, you know, I'm curious. Uh, uh-huh. At the beginning of the journey, yeah. there there can really be some bumps. And yeah, some you know, it's when you talk about frequencies and vibrations and removing distortions. Yeah, you know, and then you talk about detoxing. So there can be some real challenges. Yeah. Can you, can you say that as you continue on the journey, yep. it gets a little bit lighter, a yeah. little bit easier, yeah. a little bit smoother? Yeah. I'd like to hear that.
0: Yeah. it, it well, um, <laughs> well, I'm not just saying this to appease you, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> although it's tempting. Um, yeah. So, it, in fact, it does. And what happens is because you are shifting as a person, your experience and what you can adapt to and what you're more open to, because you become more neutral, complete, whole... Is much much greater and so therefore there, your detox becomes shorter you realize you're detoxing faster you realize that your emotions are emotions and they feel very real but they're not necessarily true that you um, are in a different state because you know that you're learning so detox even when it happens even when it really sucks it doesn't it's not like you're not growing you still are it's just much much shorter it's just that you realize oh wait this is detox and when by realizing that it makes it faster and you're like okay so then you immediately for me now when I, I when i sense that i'm like, okay this is detox i'm just gonna allow it to happen what am i learning that's usually my question that i ask myself and then when i do that then it's usually a lot faster so to go back to the roadmap yeah What I thought I would do, if it seems good to you, is I would outline kind of the different stages, or not kind of, just outline the stages of the roadmap that I have seen that are common to most people, because we all express uniquely. We're all going to have a different experience, and it's good to be very different based on the choices you make along the way. No one can tell you this is your path. Your path will change constantly because you yourself are making choices all the time, which impact the speed or the lack thereof, that you're going to have in your journey.
1: So there's a lot of free will yes. in this.
0: Yeah, and I would say at the beginning, the free will is much, 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 much less. And as you continue, it becomes greater. So with a more, dis- and I'm going to just to get to your question or unasked question with regards to free will. When we begin and we have a lot of distortion to patterns around us, we have very little free will. We have very, because we're in this little ball with all this stuff around us, we're locked down and bound by the distortion patterns that are running around and through us. So we think we have free will, but we're not. We're actually being conditioned by the distortion patterns. As you remove the distortion patterns, what happens is you have more free will. It's so that people think that their thoughts and their emotions at the beginning are theirs. They're not. They're being conditioned by the distortion patterns. And then what's interesting is as you remove them, not only do you become less attached to them, you just have fewer thoughts, you have fewer, like the emotional stuff that you have in response to your distortion patterns is much less. And oftentimes you're in a state where you're not feeling as many emotions. It's for most some people, you just don't have as many emotions. And when you do have emotions, they come from a higher place. I know that sounds really funny. Yeah. It's not like you become a robot. I'm not suggesting that. But it's just that you, because a lot of the emotions we experience are a reaction to our thoughts or feelings and the stimuli around us. But as you start to become clearer and more complete within yourself, there's less, do you understand what I mean? Yeah, like The, the input is less. You don't react to as much.
1: I can see what you're saying when you talk about that roadmap. Mm-hmm. So as people start to evolve mm-hmm. or start to awaken or mm-hmm. whatever you wish to call it, mm-hmm. they do have unique experiences. Absolutely. But in general there's also some things about it that are common.
0: Yeah, exactly. So when people begin the first question they ask and this is a very um, North American question, how long is it going to take?
1: Yeah, I'm how busy. long is it going to take? I'm <laughs> <busy>. <laughs> <laughs> when am I going to get there? It's usually and, you know
0: and I, I'm I'm laughing because in part that was the question I had. So I'm yeah. laughing at myself just yeah. to make that clear, okay? Because I just like Alrighty, righty, can we just like check this puppy off the list or whatever it was I was thinking, I don't know. But it's sort of this is a patience. Like, you know, when you're starting to get going, you're like, oh my gosh, how long is it going to take? So the answer to that, the, the very question that, that very question just indicates, like I said, from the get-go that you're at the beginning. Okay, so um, that's usually... The beginning point when you want to know how fast or how long things take when you're very consumed with um, the physical so how much abundance am i going to have when am i going to find my intimate partner when am i going to find a new job which are all totally valid awesome questions they have to do with our physical reality and the thing that we need to remember is that our physical reality comprises one percent of what is spirit is 99 yeah. percent. so the physical is very tiny so we think that it's all about the physical, because that's part of the illusion that we're in, in the embodied form. This illusion is what allows us to learn, because we think it's real. So that's the first part. That's okay. how, that's when that's the beginning. That's step you, you one. You can kind of
1: tell when somebody yes. comes to you that, okay... Yes. This is where they're at.
0: at. Yeah. And then what happens is as they start to clear, they move up. And so in that pool of step one, there's also issues with um, typically things like people have things in them. So if you have a tendency to have either ancestors within you or dead people within you or entities within you, and I know Dennis is rolling his eyes at me. He's like, why is she going down this tangent? But it's true. It's at the beginning because you have all these things in your life which are going wrong and you don't know why. And you feel like you're kind of losing your mind or that you're not you're not you're not acting like yourself or you're in like having a series of terrible misfortunes or you have terrible illnesses and you can't seem to shake it that type of thing where it's like very symptomatic it's very chaotic in the physical does that make sense that's why i raise yeah. the possessions the dead people yeah. the whatever because some people come to me with that yes. because they're just their lives are going into absolute chaos and they're breaking that's also could be yeah. the beginning stage so once you clear that all out things yeah. shift yeah, yeah. so Being possessed is not fun. So um, the next stage usually is that people then start to, so this is now stage two, let's call it roughly, people now have started to clear up some of this distortion around this stuff. And what happens is now they're starting to experience more synchronicity, more magic, more joy, more like, whoa, where'd that come from? Like this sort of gift of this person who came in with this opportunity that I wasn't expecting, or whatever it is, yes? So that starts to happen more, and they start to feel like, oh wait, my higher self has me in some way. There's something other than just my physical body hanging out with me, you know what I mean? Like in the sense of, I don't mean by an entity, I mean like your higher self, okay, just to make that really clear, okay? You just have a sense that like, oh, I can start to trust my own spirit. So that's so that shifts the questions that people start to ask, because they're less concerned. I mean, they still have concern around yeah. the physical because they're in bodies and we're experiencing the reality. So of course we have concern about that. It's totally normal, and it just starts to shift. But we start to experience a greater bandwidth of joy. The next step after that, let's call it stage three, is when. Okay, so now we've experienced synchronicity and we've experienced magic. So now this is when we start to get to the point where uh, people start caring so much about the physical. They're just like, work on me. Because what happens is, now I just wanna back up. On this roadmap that I'm calling loosely, you can get off wherever you want. Like, if you decide after stage one, you're like, done. My life is sorting. I'm starting to get the new job. The new person's coming in. Synchronicities are happening. Finished. Good. Out. out I'm out. That's lovely. That's totally great. You don't have to keep going. I'm just, I'm talking about this as if somebody wants to go through the whole thing. You don't have to. You can get off the train whenever you want. So, um, okay. So, uh, I was at stage three. Yes. Okay. So, this is where people stop caring as much about the mundane, like the ex- um, they just want me to work on them because what happens is they start to get this feeling of, I just want to move. I have this momentum. I know all I really start to care about is my connection to pure source, my connection to pure source, higher mm-hmm. self. And they can't really, it's like this thing that becomes this internal um drive. And that's really all they care about. So they're like, whatever distortions I have, I'm willing to do it. Let's go. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's usually what they enter into in terms of stage three. So they're like, it doesn't matter to me what it is. Whatever you say it, is, great. Let's do that. Okay, so they're not so concerned about can yeah. you please deal with my yeah. issue around my sister, my mother, my intimate partner, or my dog, right? They don't, it's not as relevant. Yeah, okay. Is this making sense so far? No,
1: very much so. And this okay. is fascinating. Oh, good. Because I, I can tell the people watching this are just like, wow. Yeah, this is exactly what I wanted to hear. Oh, good. So, yeah. Okay,
0: fantastic. So um, Stage four, okay. When we get to stage four, not many people get to stage four because they stop, which is fine, yeah. As I again, as I say. So stage four is usually when people start to experience a tearing away from hum- humanness. So meaning they typically start to go into, typically, kind of a disgust with humanity, okay, where they're like, um, people are just stupid. Like, look what we're doing with the planets. Look at our politics. Look at our look at our corporations. We do terrible stuff to each other. Have we truly evolved, really, like mm-hmm. in the past couple of thousand years? No, actually, we haven't. We're just doing it in different ways. You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. So they go into this, do you see what I'm saying? This disgust with humanity.
1: No, nothing really makes sense.
0: Nothing makes sense. Why am I here? Yeah. And, what am I doing? And And more than why am I here, what am I doing? People suck yeah. is more the emphasis, right? It's just like we as humanity, I mean, like as a race, like we're just... Get obliterated. i mean it's just we're done okay kind of that flavor of things where you start to just look around and be kind of disgusted with humanity the reason that's happening is because in this stage you're starting to tear away you need to tear away from the current paradigm of humanity and see it from a greater perspective and what i mean by that is when you get to the spirit perspective when you complete this stage what happens is you start to see things from spirit perspective more than humanness. Oh. Meaning you become more at peace with what is. You're like, Oh, I see from a greater perspective this happening and it is what is. It's okay. And it's okay. Because it's part of this plan that I don't I mean, I certainly don't know, and it is what is and I'm okay with that. Make sense? No. Yeah. Okay. We're now at stage five, yeah?
1: So is that at that stage when I what <laughs> I be somewhat at peace with myself. Yes. And now I'm at peace with the world around me.
0: Yeah, much more so. Okay. Between this stage and the next stage, is when you start to be able to become stronger and more able to deal with um, the darkness that you see in humanity. So I'm going to talk about the next stage. Okay. okay? So the dark. The, we're at stage five, yep. I think. Yeah. Yep. Something like five. Okay. So and depending on who you are, four and five could interchange. Meaning they could. Yeah. It, it depends on who you yeah. are and what you choose.
1: And a bell doesn't go off. No, it's not like it's. To,
0: yeah, it's not like you're like. Everything's caught, real subtle. So, yeah, it's, it's subtle. A yeah, it's, and you you yeah. might go like, up one, come yeah. down a little bit, go up, come down. You might go in a circle. You know, it's not like there's like one like path but and but a there you go. Sense yeah, exactly. What
1: you're talking about.
0: Exactly. Generally, okay. so well. four and five might. Exchange, depending on who you are, what your choices are, okay, and what you need to learn in this lifetime to accelerate you, what your lineage patterns are, what you're conditioning it, right? It all depends on you as an individual. Okay, so five. Stage five. All right, so this is probably going to freak some people out, and you do not have to go through this stage, but I'm just going to say it because it is what it is. This is where you start to learn how to master darkness and light. Okay? I want to make it clear. I'm not saying that you are seduced by the darkness, that you succumb to the darkness, that they you know, come in. and inv- It's not about that. I'm talking about mastery okay? between the darkness and the light. Mm. So the reason we need to go to this point is because in the journey towards ascension, it's about the middle. Yeah. It's about the zero point. Yeah. It is about mastering the extremes of darkness to light, void yeah. of the human judgment of evil, yeah. good. Yeah. Okay, just darkness, light. Okay, that spectrum. Mm-hmm. Make sense?
1: You know, in just just to reflect for a minute. Sure. You know, we we think at the beginning that all we want to do is move away from the darkness Oh, I know. And just sprint pretty... toward the
0: light. Oh yeah, I did too. When I began yeah. This is, yeah
1: what you're saying is really the utopia is the balance yeah you know I, I can walk this line mm-hmm. between the darkness and the light
0: yes and the line narrows yeah. as you ascend between darkness and light. So what I'm mean by this is during this time there is so when I talk about darkness and light, so I mean within the within humanity and from a greater perspective. Okay, so depending on who you are as an individual, your level of mastery will shift. Some of us want to ascend to very high levels. So what you experience at this level is more extreme because you need to be stronger to stay in the zero point as you ascend. For some people, they're going to stop here. So they don't need to experience it at the same level. Okay, so just before everyone freaks out, I just want to make that very clear. Okay, part of the mastery of darkness and light is about... So in the darkness, I mean, so humans have this visceral fear of death. Okay. Because we see it as like the end point, right? There's, and I don't mean just death. I mean, decay and death. Okay. So we have this issue, especially in our culture, this challenge around really contemplating that, you know, there's a Buddhist practice where they say, okay, imagine your body, imagine worms eating your body and like your body dissolving. So you don't attach to the body, right? Part of that is the acknowledgement of the decay so part of this level has to do with acknowledging decay and death which is very important in life because if in order to have more life you need to have death so meaning because we are in this polarized third dimensional reality right that's like if you think of a tree in a forest right yeah. so it yeah. grows there's a seed the tree yeah. grows into a sapling it grows up falls over dies right sorry dies then falls over excuse me then decomposes, that decomposition feeds the earth, which then feeds more saplings, yes? So it's the cycle of life. Similarly, we need to become, not need to, if you want to ascend, you need to become okay with the decay process, that death process, it is part of the body. So to become neutral on that, okay, in addition to birth, because right now in humanity, the way we, what we tend to celebrate is birth, 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 youth, right? So this is about the other end of that spectrum, okay? So that's from a human perspective. And then you also start to experience it depending on who you are and what you've chosen to do in terms of your service for humanity, how far you're going to be going, right? This is your choice. You're going to experience it on a greater realm. So this is when the darkness starts to test you, okay? So for those of you who want to ascend, this is where the darkness will start to test you. So this is going to... this. I'm going to say this and it's going to, can be taken the wrong way, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. So the darkness will come in to, first of all, I'm going to back up at this point, stage five, You, from a spirit perspective, are extremely attractive because you've gotten rid of a lot of your distortion patterns and you're very bright and very clear and your resonation is very high. So from the perspective of the darkness that needs to consume something in order to sustain itself, you as a food morsel on the buffet of life look very attractive because you can get a lot more nutrient value from this one little bundle of energy that's burning really brightly compared to others that are more dense. Does that make sense so at this point the darkness will start to test you okay so in the sense that it might come in through your dream state through your meditations whatever they um they so it's about they'll try to seduce you right so um like hey um so if you're weak for example in the sense of you have a weak you you have low self-worth and you really desire to be loved for example so the darkness is, is not is pretty slippery. It's, it's smart in some ways. Yeah. So it's not going to like show up and be like, hey, I'm the darkness. Let's have you come over here. They're going to be like, hey, do you want to be really adored and loved by many many people? Do you do you want that? Because if you want that, I can give that to you. Do you see what I'm saying? So it's not they're going to exploit where you're weak. Yeah. So if you tend to be depressed, for example, and you tend to and you don't really like it, and you wish you had more community, for example, they'll use that. Do you want to have this really big, beautiful family that loves you and you've lots of friends and they're all around you and then you'll, you know, be revered and when you die, you'll die really like missed, right? Follow Compelling, me. follow me. So this is where the testing comes in. Yep. Yeah? Because at this point then they get a piece of you, which is a very nice, bright morsel on the for them to consume. Okay. It can also depending on where, who you are as a person and how you've chosen to serve, um, they will, the darkness can show you how they work. So when you get to a certain level, like stage five advanced, before you get to say stage six, because they realize that you're not being seduced, you're just like, nope, not interested, not interested. Right? So for me, for example, they'd be like, Hey, do you want to be really famous will fill stadiums of people who want to see you like not interested i don't care i don't care if i have an impact on zero person i don't care really all i care about is my connection to pure source that's all so that's nice but i don't care so when they realized that i was immovable they stopped trying does that make sense i'm like i don't need the stadiums of people i really just don't care you know what i mean that's they're like ow (laughs) There's no hook. I can't get in there. So when you get to that point where you're getting so strong that they realize, oh, shoot, we can't get in there in any way. They'll start to teach you things. They'll be like, oh, this is how the darkness works, so that you can see it. So for me, they start to tell me how the the darkness will seduce. So they will come in and seduce through the mind, right? Or they'll come in through emotion, or they'll come in through sexuality. Right. So meaning like some people have a really strong sex drive and they'll they'll try to use that to seduce, for example. Yeah. So if and what I mean by the mind is that they'll they'll share wisdom with you that you could never could possibly access without their help. And with the emotion, it's like I was saying before yeah. about the low self-worth, yeah. like what do you desire? So they showed they showed you they showed me how they come in. I was like, wow, that and the reason I learned that is because now when I work on people, I'm like, oh, I can see how they came that's, in. That's what that's Do what, that's you what, see what, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, oh. That's how it is. I can I know. So it's, it's
1: almost like you've had these experiences for yep. the sake of being able to turn around and help somebody else and, and work with others yep. and to recognize and see it and not be scared or yep. not be concerned. Yep. It just that's, that's yes. the cycle. Of life. Yep. So
0: that's yeah. yeah. And the thing is, the darkness is scary. Yep. It it will th- Like at certain levels, it will throw whatever it can at you. And it's terrifying. Like I'm just, I don't want to make it very clear. I'm talking about it as if it's very casually. It's terrifying. So, I mean, there were definitely moments where, you know, there was definite terror, like fear. And that's the point, right? So at some point, you just become not afraid. You're like, okay. And, And it's not about, a lot of people get afraid of the darkness and they want to push it away from them. It's not about pushing it away. Okay. Because if it can't, okay, so I'm just saying. I would just want to note, if you feel like your life is in jeopardy, then, of course, defend yourself. But I'm talking about the scenario where I'm scared, but instead of trying to push the darkness away, I'm just like, I just see you. I see you and I accept you. I don't want you, but you're there. And then they kind of get bored because they're just like, okay, now it happens. Right. So that's when that's the strengthening. Does that make sense?
1: So this is quite fascinating mm-hmm. and pretty heavy. Yes. And so um, it, as as you know, because you go through this period of surrender, mm-hmm. you know, that that's it, stage seven. It, okay. <laughs> I'll wait for it. No, 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 please. No. So, you know, as, as you were going through the different stages, yep. I was just thinking that, you know, you're you're learning to allow, you're mm-hmm. learning to let go, mm-hmm. you're learning to release those distortions, yeah. and your life is starting to you know, it's like wow things are better. There's more synchronicity. There's yeah. more magic, and yeah. so, and then you moved into this stage of where the darkness mm-hmm. you know, sees you as a tasty bite. Yes, and so <laughs> I was just wondering, uh, do do you still have discernment that I can I can recognize ah. That's that's darkness. Oh, absolutely. You you're
0: you're very aware. Yeah. You
1: know, just you know. Oh yeah.
0: And if you're not, you become quickly aware.
1: Yeah.
0: You're just like, wait a minute, what is that? You know. So you learn to, and it's like I said, it's part of the training. It makes you stronger. You're like, wait a minute, that's not what that appears to be. That's something not light. That's dark. But also, is
1: that is that someplace, Karen, where you could work with people? Yeah, and, and help them during this journey.
0: Yeah, and what will ha- yes exactly, and what will happen is so at that point if they are at this point at stage whatever we're talking about six yeah, I think it was yeah. or five or I don't remember what stage we're at anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're hitting, we're hitting five and six, six, and then we jump to the seven. seven. Okay, so. so five and six. So at this point, they're generally pretty strong, actually, as people. So they they know. Yeah. They know that they're going through this period. And so it's easier for me to work with them to get them stronger so that they can transcend this too. Yeah. yeah. To answer your question. So, yes, they do. People have discernment in this. It's yeah. not like they're unprepared because they've done so much work at this point. They've been clearing and clearing yeah. and clearing. Yeah. So, they have internal strength. Yeah. 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 For sure. So, let's go cool on. Six. We're at six now. Yeah. So, surrender has been happening along the way. Six is at the point where you start to have to, um, you're getting to the point where you are starting to become or more aware of the desire to be spirit-body merged. Okay, so where your your spirit comes into your physical body, physical body merging into spirit more than before. Mm -hmm. And so at stage six, it's all about surrender. And I say that because it sounds easy, but man, can it be tough? And this is surrender... I'm sorry. Well, let me
1: ask you, because Mm -hmm. you just, you know, I I picked up that picture that you just painted. So up to this point, Mm -hmm. has there been a separation between spirit and the physical body? Yeah.
0: So sometimes what happens is that people... So there are a couple of possibilities, to answer your question. And then I'm going to get back to surrender. Okay. So what happens is that um, sometimes what happens... There's three sort of scenarios. One is that sometimes... In the best case scenario, someone accelerates on spirit level and their body is moving with them. So they're ascending as one. Yeah? Like their spirit and the body are falling. So that doesn't happen very often. That's very unusual. Often what happens is people will take off in terms of their spirit body. Like, right? So they're going to accelerate super fast. And then there's this lag. And the physical body is like back there somewhere. Right? And there's a, disc- a strong disconnect between their spirit experience and the world around them. Very strong disconnection because the physical body's lagging so much. Does that so, make sense? So
1: let me give you an example that yep. might work. So maybe if somebody's very proficient at meditation, mm-hmm. and during that meditation they can just travel, mm-hmm. they can just go with spirit, they mm-hmm. can just move into that, mm-hmm. but they haven't done a lot of work with their physical body, mm-hmm. and, and may have still mm-hmm. quite a few distortions and mm-hmm. and challenges and problems. Mm-hmm. Is, is that kind of what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah,
0: and then, and in even if they do clean up their physical bodies, they still have a lack between spirit oh, oh. right because their spirits moving so much faster than their oh. physical body so so yes that's a really great physical example and as you clean up your physical body it'll get faster in terms of moving with spirit but sometimes it's helpful you need to get the integration so it moves together so so yes um and then was there something else is, i was gonna is say is the this?
1: ultimate for Body and spirit to kind of journey together. together, yes, and just yes, that transition takes place yep. smoothly over time.
0: Yeah, and what happens then is you have more coherence, because what's happening is that your physical body is keeping up and can hold, as we've mentioned in other episodes, the increasing band of frequencies of that people are experiencing on physical on the spirit level. Excuse me, does that make sense? Yep. So yep. now, so at a certain point in the ascension roadmap, these two merge. Okay, if you're going to keep going, because you can't get to six, seven, eight and beyond without these two things coming together, because if not, your body would fail, actually. You would actually physically experience probably death or an extreme illness, because it can't support the the frequencies that are being acquired on spirit level or being generated or um, that you're in on spirit level. Okay, so seven, six, six, <laughs> I think it's right, six, surrender. Okay. So this is what, I'm, what I mean by surrender, because surrender is a very general term, and I mean surrender of who you think you are. So you've been doing this the whole way. It's not like you... Yeah. It's like there's constant you levels of surrender. It's not like you don't just, like, you don't just yeah. like bing all of a sudden, now you're enlightened. It's, you've been surrendered. If you've gotten to this point, you've had many surrenders along the way. You have. Yeah. And at stage six, this is where the rubber really hits the road, where you really have, at least in my experience... Um, there needs to be a release of who you think you are and your attachment to who you think you are, including things like the people that you think you love the most, including your abilities, including whatever it is that you think is yours. Okay, Anything that you think is yours is surrendered at
1: that point. So this is complete surrender.
0: Yeah. The first of, it seems like, and when it happens, it seems so tremendous and it's yeah. so, it's scary. Or at it's, least for me, it was. pretty traumatic. Yeah, it's very scary in a way. Yeah. Um, and it can be very emotionally charged. And you'll learn that there is more required as you keep going. Because it's yeah. a constant, yeah. constant. For human, of course, it's constant.
1: We still have a Karen.
0: Yeah, yeah. I still and have Karen
1: it. still has things to do. Yeah. Things to release. Yeah. Things to surrender. Yeah. So but it is a process it
0: is a process and stage 7 well um, Stage 7 and I can't say that I'm fully quite there yet is Mm -hmm. Where spirit and body are so much more fully merged that you? It's almost I Think from what I've observed in others. It's almost as though uh, they almost become a little bit less human because they're just not as concerned about the same thing because they're seeing everything from a spirit perspective almost constantly right that's more more prevalent to them than the humanness and i'm, I'm not quite there yet myself mm-hmm. so it makes them a little bit odd for other people to relate to because they're not that human, well, they don't they have the same concern. They don't have
1: the concerns,
0: they don't have the same concerns. Yeah. They're just like, yeah. What you all are talking about is completely irrelevant, it really doesn't matter, yeah. which is really difficult for people who for whom it is relevant to relate to.
1: <laughs> so, yeah. you know, yeah. what I was thinking about, and this may or may not apply, but uh, I was thinking about this wave of consciousness, yeah, and it's the frequencies and the vibrations. And maybe, you know, if you put that on top of the roadmap, mm-hmm. maybe. Everything in the future makes a lot more sense because the universe that we'll be living in yeah. will be quite different.
0: Oh, totally. And everything will be moving faster and smoother. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So it's
1: it's not like just one individual kind of going up and just yeah. having all these experiences. It's it's groups of people going up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but, and it's already happening. Also yeah more support from the universe. For that.
0: Yeah, and it's already happening. Yeah. So the support yeah. is already there. That is yeah. why the consciousness waves are happening. Yeah. So as a collective we can rise through, I guess, the roadmap. Now, again, you can get off the train at any yeah. point in time.
1: But you know, I, I'm just thinking, you know, for you to mm-hmm. have the personal experiences you've had mm-hmm. ten years ago mm-hmm. would have been extremely difficult.
0: Oh, you mean yeah, well I wasn't ready. Yeah. yeah.
1: But but I meant just as far as the support from the universe oh i see yeah.
0: yeah and what i would say about that is um just the concept of synergetic ascension which we've talked about right yeah. so consciousness at that time yeah. 10 years ago was not at the level which this could have happened to, yeah. to, yeah. to go back to your point and so with synergetic ascension happening mm-hmm. which is when one person rises yeah. right helps yeah. other people yeah. the group comes up creates more stability that person can rise some more with that happening as you're saying With this new consciousness coming in, because of the consciousness waves, it allows for people to rise up through this quote-unquote roadmap more easily. And then the last thing that I want to mention about stage seven, um, from what I've observed, because I don't inhabit this space fully myself, is that when you are in that state, it's what a lot of people would have considered like the Bodhisattva state. Or, like the Buddha state, a little bit, because you can see you're very aware of what's happening from spirit perspective. So the human concern is not as great. So you're free from the humanness, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And you're also, there's excitement about the possibility and the potential and the opportunity because you're not limited by the human. Does that make sense? So the potential to go even further is greater. So it's an exciting time, even though it seems like it's like lonely or isolated. It's not. And the other thing that I'd just like to mention is, you know, I kept saying you can get off anywhere you want to. This is not about getting to stage seven. Okay? Everybody wants to get to whatever stage. It's not. Just be wherever you are along the journey and enjoy it because you're learning something that's profound that probably has not happened in humanity for a long time. The fact that we can even move up these seven stages is incredible at this time. So even if you get through stage one and your life is more synchronicitous and has more magic and more flow and more abundance, wonderful. So please just enjoy wherever you are and remember to enjoy life. This is not about this serious like hauling ass through to stage seven. It's about life too and enjoying it.
1: And I couldn't help but think, as you were talking about that, is that would one of the byproducts of this process mm-hmm. as you evolve is your abilities. And, yeah. And one would be to manifest.
0: Yeah. And that would be more like at around stage six, yeah. five, six. Yeah. Yep. And at that point, you have to become neutral on that. That's the kicker with that yeah. is is neutrality around abilities and or manifestation creation, that is key in order to be successful with that. So that's a great question.
1: Very good. Perfect. All right. I think that's a fantastic place to stop. This has been very, very beneficial. Thanks, Karen. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC, exactly what is that?
0: These GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome, everyone. This is the group frequency calibration for the general roadmap to ascension. And essentially, this will help to internally strengthen you and to give you more momentum on spirit level Whatever level you are at. So, bringing your attention, please, to your heart space. And as you have your attention here on your heart space, let's take a single breath together. Inhaling, holding your breath in for a count of five. Noticing how slow or fast your count is that you've chosen. Without judgment, just notice. And then whenever you finished your five count, releasing all the air out of your lungs and holding your breath out for a count of six. Noticing if it's easier to hold your breath in or to hold your breath out. As we wait for everyone to complete their breath, no rush, and as we wait for the mastermind to gel, For the rest of us, keeping our attention in our heart space, breathing normally. For those of you who are new, please note that I'm working on you at this group and the subgroup level, and that I'll be making noises on my end. So you'll likely hear me exhale sharply or yawn, even though I'm not tired. You'll hear me hum. And I also am working more and more in silence. So if you don't hear anything on my end, it's not because nothing is happening. It's because I'm working at the very, very high frequency level and it requires silence on my end and total focus. It's actually beneficial to you. so Just so you know that. Yeah, not quite gelled yet. And also, if I say something that resonates with you, it's likely yours. And if I say something that you have a strong reaction against, like that could not possibly be me, it's likely yours. So I invite you to be open and to explore it. There we go. All right, the mastermind has just gelled. So bringing your attention please, to your solar plexus, so between your belly button and let's the belly button and the base of the sternum. Okay, Breathing normally. We're just changing the focus of our attention. Good. And now let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question: How can I become even more aware? Of my connection only to Pure Source? And that question again is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to Pure Source? And as you ask yourself that question, Please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of a brilliance deep, deep in your body that becomes more intensified as you place your awareness on it. And as this brilliance intensifies, it expands out through your cells, through your organs, your bone structure, out through your flesh, including your back body, radiating out through your skin, into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. And as you keep your attention on this brilliance, which is you in your connection with Pure Source, it intensifies so much that the sphere of your spirit body begins to oscillate. Notice the speed at which it oscillates. Just notice it. And as you're here with your attention on your spirit body, I'm going to increase your natural bandwidth, your natural capacity for connection with pure source at source level, okay? You don't have to do anything, but continue to focus on the brilliance of that sphere. Yeah. Very nice. Now bring your attention, please, to your spine, specifically the part of your spine right behind your heart, all the way up into your neck and into the back of your skull. Mhm. So depending on who you are, okay, what subgroup you're in. There's a group of you that is quite new. And so um uh, helping you with the distortion patterns of the mind attachment to achievement as though, um, awakening is like a, a, a goal oriented exercise. I suppose it is, but, um, if it becomes slow, solely that you're kind of missing the point. So helping you with this. Okay. Um, and also the yearning for awakening. So we're going to work here first, actually, and then we're going to address the other uh, frequencies. For another subgroup of you, it's um, the distortion pattern is not only a yearning for the awakening process, and also at the same time, a resistance to letting go to who you think you are. Okay, so the surrender process which is totally human and very natural. And if you have um, noticed that you have a tendency to control, then this is particularly um, present for you. Okay. So all these things are here in this bundle. So I'm going to just take some time to release these. And then we'll proceed. So keeping your attention on your spine, behind your heart space, all the way up into your skull. Okay. Breathing normally. Mhm. Good. So, now we're going to shift focus into through your esophagus, okay, which is where you swallow down, the opening through which you swallow, all the way down into your heart space, as if you're going through the center of that following that esophagus through all the way into your heart. Okay. So inside of your middle, uh, center part of your body. So and if that's confusing to you, just focus on the space between your heart in the center of your chest and your nipple line, all the way up to your roof palate or your mouth. If you know, the first instruction was too confusing for you. Okay. So the first distortion is that of time. This is a time distortion where there is a resistance to it, a desire or a desire to control it depending on what subgroup you're in. Okay. Or a discomfort with it or you're outside of it. Okay. So it's a pretty big bundle of distortions with regards to time. Time is really important in terms of our ascension process or awakening process. We need to be in sync with time, preferably in the eternal now, in order to ascend the most efficiently. Okay, with these time distortions here, it's difficult to do that. We will be doing an episode on time, but for now, just bringing your attention between your heart space into the roof palate of your mouth. And again, if you can bring your attention into that esophagus the central part of your body area, inside your body, that would be optimal. Breathing normally. That's a big one, okay. So, you're going to bring your attention now, please, to the ridge line of your ribs. Okay, so the base of your ribs they form a bit of a ridge there, that ridge line of your ribcage. Okay, so this has to do with a distortion pattern of expectation of what it should look like, what it should be like, um, your me- uh, mental constructs of um, how it will be. Okay, so we're going to remove all this so you can have more freedom to just be with whatever shows up. Because if we try to control it, then um, it can be much slower. And also it's, um, can be more challenging. Yeah. So let's release all this because you're not in the present. You're just projecting what it is that you want or what you think it should be. Does that make sense? So let's remove all this so you can just be more present, have more freedom around what is happening as opposed to what your mind thinks should be happening. expects to happen. Yeah, very good. Bring your attention now, please, to your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Mm -hmm. All right. So this is the resistance to uh, being with what is or letting go, okay? Depending what subgroup you're in. So surrender can be hard. And even accepting what is can be hard, so addressing this here by removing these distortion patterns, keeping your awareness focus on your solar plexus, breathing normally. Yeah. This likely will appear for you um, in layers, okay? For almost all of you, okay? Meaning it may show up again or as a nuance again a continual process of learning as you shift and grow. Different layers of different depths. Okay, so the frequencies shift. Yep. Yeah. Good. Keeping your attention, please, in your solar plexus. Say. So, Work on your pain bodies to integrate them for stability. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics.